Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about how to gut an animal. Um, You know, we all think, oh, the end of the world, I'm going to go out and shoot that squirrel. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to shoot that deer standing in my yard every day. Well, maybe you can. But what do you do with it after you shoot it? Um, Nobody wants... Squirrel covered in uh, piss and piss and shit, right? You got to be careful that you don't open up the guts all over your your fresh meat. That is true. That's how uh, you get the E. coli, mm-hmm. E. coli. Salmonella. You know the salmonella, all the bad stuff. Yeah, he's, a, he's a dick. Salmonella. I yeah, you know I went Sal. To high school with him. Not a good good, good dude. They always say, uh, you know, when you get the bad beef or whatever, you know, you're always dealing with that kind of stuff. That it's because when they're butchering the cow and, you know, they're always in a rush feeding, you know, getting through and and you got these illegal immigrants cutting it up or whatever. I don't know. That's what I see in the videos, right? All right. <laughs> By a racist. let that go. <laughs> so they, uh, if you nick the intestines, it just kind of spills out. Yeah. And yeah, you get, blah, you know, all over and then you get the poos on it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm always like, you know, I ask the wife, I'm like, well, I don't understand. How do you get E. coli on your lettuce? You know, why is it always the contaminated it lettuce? down. That's it. The meat, the meat packing plant is, is it's right next to the uh, lettuce plant. And she says, no, it's the people out in the fields that don't have bathrooms making the poos. Yes. They call that nightshade. <laughs> is that what that is? It's good compost. It's good. Good. Uh, it's people material. like you spreading the. It's, it's yeah. compost. It's poos. That, but no, it turns out that's like E. coli. That's where the bad shit comes from. So, yeah, bottom line. Now, I don't know if you heard about that cow knickers, the giant mm. cow. 
I saw Nickers. He stands over six foot tall. I think he was ten foot at the at the peak there, but they're not gonna kill him. No. Nope. Nope. That they, seems wrong. They say he's too big to eat. I don't even. That doesn't. That, that doesn't compute. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can help you butcher something as big as Nickers, mm-hmm. but uh, anyway, it's a big cow. They show it with the other cows, and he's yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's a he's steer. a big they boy. Cut his nuts off, and apparently. Testosterone stops you from growing at the appropriate time. It didn't happen. So he just, yeah, he just didn't have his balls and just kept growing. Kept growing. Mm-hmm. All right. That's actually one of the first things you want to do is get rid of the balls. Well, now, that's true. That is 100% true. But in most places, if you're hunting, you have to keep proof of sex on the animal. Uh, I don't think the balls are the way to do it. Well, that, yeah. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> Now I've never eaten balls. Never no. eaten the Rocky Mountain oysters. No, no. But I'm, I mean, I'm game. I'm game. You're down so, for? Yeah, I'll give it a try. You know, down for whatever. I don't know anything about it, but I, you know. All right. Rocky Mountain oysters. So, I guess the first thing we can talk about, and this is really quick, when you're shooting a deer, do you know where to shoot a deer? That's a now, deer. if you have a twenty-two. You want to shoot the deer in the head. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to shoot it. But that's not what the hunter and the hunter safety class tells you. No. No, you don't want to shoot it in the head. Because they're assuming you're an idiot and you can't shoot. So you need to shoot for a bigger target. Right. So when you look at a deer on the side profile, if you imagine the front legs like somebody's arms, you basically want to shoot them in the armpit. Um and basically that's where the heart is so you had your front legs you know so you have your arms out you want just behind the arm and slightly up now the idea is if you can get it right on the bottom you're gonna get it right in the heart if you go high you're gonna puncture the lung and the lungs are pretty big cover that big area there but again it's not like they always say shoot them in the shoulder you don't necessarily want to be like right above the leg. You want to be just behind the leg above it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, back. So and that'll, you know, puncture the lung. And the idea is, you, one, you want to fast. get the heart. But if you're shooting for the heart, you might miss, go a little low. And then, I don't know, depends on how close you are and whatever. You decide. But that's what we do. You don't want to chase a deer. You shoot him in the ass. You shoot them, you know, too high, too far forward. You're just going to be chasing them forever. Yeah. Not a fun time. Yeah. I, Something uh, to think about. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, last week, and he was really uh, really upset because he hit a deer. Okay. He found the arrow. He found blood, followed the blood trail for a mile and a half, <sighs> and never found the never found the deer. Yeah. It, so, it happens. I mean, you don't, you don't you really don't want to injure something. And then not not find it. No, you know, it's really uh, disappointing. No, especially I think it was a big buck that he. Yeah. Got, so. Wow. Did he get? I mean, that's the bottom well, he line. He got blood on his arrow. That's all he got. So who knows where he hit it? He thought but, he hit it. Did you know? But it wouldn't have run for a mile and a half if uh, if he had hit it in the lungs or the heart. I uh, wouldn't think so. But who knows? So with that, now we got dead deer on the road. And 
I don't know. He's maybe not on the road. Maybe he's in the woods. Sure. Whatever. I I know usually it's dead deer in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, because I'm I'm a lazy hunter. Mm-hmm. I like to stay inside with the Netflix and whatever. Yeah. And then every hour or I just so. All well, through my backyard <laughs> when, so I, when I'm sitting on the toilet, I can when I get up window. when I get up to pee, um, I look scan the backyard, go back over, put on the Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, watch my stories, <laughs> and then when I get up and I'm like, oh, there's a couple deer in the yard. And then I walk out, I stand on the side deck, and they're like, hey, buddy, because mm-hmm. yeah, you don't, you don't. Hey, friend. Yeah, we wave, you know. I'm like, hey, friend, how's it going? And then I shoot them. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm only going to shoot them if they're close. And the trick is I want them to run right where I'm going to string them up. Right. I'm like, if you could just run over there by that tree, I got things all set up. Everything is ready to go. So just run. Just run over there. Die over by that tree. Die over by that tree. Everything will work out perfect. Now, imagine that you're not anywhere near where the tree is. You're going to have to move the animal. There are trees all over the woods. Right. you got to field dress it. All right. You're not, you're not ready to butcher it yet. You're out in the middle of nowhere. You're going to have to carry this guy. Oh, There's a nifty way to make a deer back, backpack. Okay. Where you fold the legs. Mm-hmm. We'll, right. we'll get into that maybe. Deer backpack. Look it up. All right. All right. So, anyway, shoot the deer. We got him. He's laying there. First thing you want to do, now, we all know that we're men, so we only shoot bucks because they're giant trophy things, and and they look so impressive. So, first thing, as soon as it hits the ground, now, in New York, our DEC guy will say, is you pull out your gear tag and you fill it out immediately. 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 But after that's taken care of, mm-hmm. then you want to cut the balls off. You cut them, toss them. Right. Kevin's going to eat them, but I'll the rest of you them. guys, toss them. Because believe it or not, it'll actually taint the meat and make it turn nasty. Next thing, you want to cut the throat, point it downhill. Now, now you're like, oh, well, I'm going to string it up and then the throat and whatever. But you want to just cut the throat and just kind of shift things around so it's it's flowing out and doing its thing. Next thing, you're going to cut the ankles um, all the way around, like make a circle around the back ankle. Now, you don't want to cut too deep because the trick here is we're going to leave the tendons Um Basically think, you know how you have like the Achilles heel kind of thing, that big giant tendon thing you feel in the back of your leg, you know, right? So you're going to leave that. So you're just basically cutting the skin in a circle. You're going to pull it down a little bit. And then we're actually, now this is where it comes up to preference, but we're going to run something through those tendons to string it up. It's going to be held up by its feet. But through that tendon on on its ankle, basically. Mm-hmm. So, if you're like bare bones hunter, you know, and you're out in the woods and you got a rope and a knife, and that's it. You're just going to run the rope right through the tendon 
and string it up from tree to tree so it's hanging by its two back legs with its neck hanging down. Some guys will tell you, oh, I use these giant butcher hooks, mm -hmm. and I run those through each tendon, and I hook it up over a pole. That works, too. Some guys I've seen actually take, like, carabiners and rock one in each. You can tie a knot in each. There's a, a thing that looks like I, I actually call it my deer coat hanger, and it's called a gambrel. Mm -hmm. And... Basically, it looks like a coat hanger with a little notch that sticks up on either end. Mm -hmm. And you just hook on either side and it hangs like right on a coat hanger kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you run the rope up the center. But bottom line, we want the deer hanging from its two back legs. That's that's step two, right? All right. Or maybe it's three. I don't know. All right. Next. Um, so then you're going to actually cut from like the balls up to the ankle slit. So, you know, up to each ankle. And basically at this point, we're just cutting like the fur. You know, like just the skin, just right. underneath, right? Now you want to cut from the inside if you can. Right. Of the skin. Otherwise, you're going to cut the fur and you're going to have all these little pieces of hair yeah. all inside You, you want to get under it. There's a tool they make called a zipper. Mm -hmm. um, I tried just looking for that in uh, Amazon. And I couldn't get like a nice one that, you know, like I'm thinking of... But basically, you've seen where uh, the knives have like the hook at the end and mm -hmm. that because you want to be able to pull up as you're cutting. And the same thing, that's how you're not nicking the organs. Right. Um, sometimes you'll even run like your fingers and put the knife in between it and kind of pull away from the organs mm -hmm. and then, you know, press the knife as you guide it with your fingers kind of thing. Right. Um, it's one way to do it. Then you're going to cut. From the balls down to the throat, and then the front leg rings, mm -hmm. and you're going to cut out to, uh, you know, from the ankle back to the throat, you know, on each one of the front ones. And then you're going to start, you're going to go back up to the top of it, and you're going to start to peel the fur or the skin away from the body. Now, the sooner you do this, while it's like still fresh and hot, mm -hmm. it's going to be better but obviously hunting season is in the fall. I mean, I, I know a lot of guys will actually wait until the next day, you know, to do it. They'll just hang it up mm -hmm. and let it hang overnight. Or maybe they get it and then have to run off to work, you know, or whatever. Right. You hang up the deer and leave it. You do what you do. But it will peel off easier if you're doing it while it's still warm. So that's definitely, you know, something to consider. Now, as you're peeling it off, you want to cut any, like, connecting tissues anywhere it sticks. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you'll see, like, like white fat kind of connecting right. The, right. the two. Um, then, once you start to get it open a little bit, you can actually kind of roll the fur up to make, like, a real handle so you can get, like, a nice grip. Mm -hmm. And then you just want to, you know, kind of unpeel it down down to the head, and then just kind of cut away any of the skin. All right. So now we've got a big skinless, you know, carcass kind of hanging there. Mm -hmm. And we're ready for uh, step two here. Next, you want to actually uh, kind of cut around the neck and just twist the head right off. All right. And, you know, because you're, you know, you already peeled the skin. You got the fur all down there. 
You're going to cut it up a little bit and break it off. Just get the meat and the tendons cut, you know, right at the neck and mm -hmm. break it off. All right. Um, then you want to take the front legs and you want to take them back to the knee joint and bending backwards with a little cut, you know, you cut around it and just break it off. Um, then you want to cut the inside tendon between the balls and the belly, mm -hmm. like right in there. All right. So then you're going to, uh, like kind of use your fingers to pull it away from the organs and just kind of, you know, here's where a great time to use that zipper or whatever. But basically you want to just kind of cut it open and the organ sock is just going to start to fall out. Like you're going to see it wanting to dump out of the body. Mm -hmm. um, just everything kind of coming out right there. And just kind of cut and assist it. But again, you want to cut like the sack that's holding it. You don't want to cut the organs so they open up because you don't want to taint the meat. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what we're all trying to avoid. Right. Um. Once that opens, then you're kind of like you're in the butcher shop. You know, it's... That's when, you know, it looks like in the Rocky movies where you got the uh, big hanging slab of meat. Mm -hmm. um, you cut the tendons at the front legs so you can fold and cut like quarter of the rib cage. Mm -hmm. All right. Then you want to just kind of cut down the back straps. Now, what the back straps are, this is what always people are talking about is like the nice meat, right? Right. So the back straps are, if you imagine like your spine in your back, if you, it, it's that whole layer of, I, I don't know, like on a person you think almost like fat, but between the ribs and the outside. Right. Um, you know, so up to the spine. So you're going to have like a two inch, this is what would be your like T-bone steak mm -hmm. or anything like that, except it would kind of include the spine. If it was a T-bone. Right. But you're just going to cut that long, big slabs, and then these will be cut into, uh, like, you know, your fillets and whatever. Right. Now, it's good to use, like, a, a flexible knife when you're doing this because you can get really close right along the ribs. You want to get as much meat as possible. Right, because we're not going to really mess with the ribs. Mm -hmm. There, I mean, you know, after that, once you cut the meat off, there's nothing worth getting right. in the ribs unless you're starving to death. I'm sure right. somebody and you want to get yeah you want to get it as up. Close your dogs might be into those ribs, you right. know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's not you know that's not really the meat. Then you're gonna you know this is like your tenderloin, your T-bone, pork chops, or this cut of meat. Mm -hmm. Um, next in the bag, think of like like you know when you say like the hindquarters of a dog. Um, between the bottom of the rib cage and then down to the butt, um, that kind of section in the back there, that's the loins. Mm -hmm. And you're going to want to cut that out. That a lot of the hunter guys will kind of eat out on their trip. That's mm -hmm. like, you know, the sweet stuff, right? Right. That's okay. what they always brag about. And they're like, oh, you know, this is the greatest thing. Um, next you cut out, uh. The anus, the bladder, and the glands. Cut down the center, and then you're going to want to separate it into the quarters. 
And first you're going to start up by the head and just cut off that front shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, these end up being like your hams or whatever. Right. It's a deer. I understand right. that. But, I mean, that's the type of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you cut off the other side. And then up top you're going to cut it up in a quarter. But, I mean, that's the gist of it. I know nobody wants to talk about it. It's kind of gross and whatever mm-hmm. if you're not like the hunter guy. But you need to really maybe watch some videos on YouTube, kind of figure yeah, out this, how guys are doing it. Mm-hmm. This is this is the same with all antlered animals. It's, it's really it's the same the with same. most animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even when you do a fish, it's not unlike, you know. I mean, once you get the concept of it, you know, you're cutting the head and peeling the guts out. You right. know, it's not, you know, you're slitting the belly and splitting it open and... Right, and I I think a lot of guys have some. There are a lot of good YouTube videos on this where you can yes. watch it, watch people do it. Uh, Steve Rennell has a really good video on it. It's, uh, it's almost thirty minutes long, but All it's right. really thorough, and it's going to give you a good explanation on what exactly you want to do, how to butcher it, and what you need to what you need to uh, save and what you need to discard. Right. Um. Just, I don't know. I just thought you guys, you know, maybe get a little familiar with it. Again, you know, I hope you watch some videos or figure some stuff out. But the idea is, I figure at least if you've heard it once and kind of pictured it in your mind when you get stuck there, I've seen people try and cut up animals after they've killed them when they Mm -hmm. don't know what they're doing. Right. And it's a disaster. Um, you know, people make such a mess. They got fur in everything, and they it's just a disaster. They're rolling around in dirt. They get overwhelmed. There's flies all over everything. Mm-hmm. You, you want to learn and kind of figure out what you're doing. Um, gutting a squirrel, gutting a rabbit, these are all the same general process. Uh-huh. Um, you know, where you're peeling away the meat, you're cutting out the... Uh, the, the organs and the guts, getting rid of that. And then, you know, you're taking the slabs of meat off the top. Mm-hmm. Now, there are organs that you can do things with. Um, yeah, a lot of people like the liver. Liver, heart. Um, some of the wild deer, you have different uh, bad things that get into the livers. Mm-hmm. You can get little disease, parasites, things like that. Um, you know, stuff to be aware of. But when you're starving to death, I don't know. I don't know that I'm that paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. That's all. I just wanted to run it by you. Give you guys kind of the idea. It's hunting season. You know, get excited. Um, Kevin had a great website. Uh, what is it? Hillbilly Housewives? What? Hillbilly Housewife. Hillbillyhousewife.com. she's got some, uh, yeah, she's got some uh, good recipes on there. All right, now that's about recipes. That's not like looking for a date or anything. No, no. I would love to find myself a hillbilly, hillbilly housewife. housewife. Uh, but that's not where you go. That's not the website. Nope. Okay. Nope. It's not uh, judate.com. Judate, uh, J-date. What is it? Yeah. Right. Um, now, Sebastian uh, was one of our, our listeners from Japan. Okay. Um, do they not eat deer in Japan? As far as I know, I think that I think they do. I think okay. they do have some deer out there. All right. But uh, th- this is more regarding uh, archery. Um, he shoots with a recurve bow. Um, I think over in the states, we're a lot more. Uh, we use a lot more of the compound yeah, bows. Here. We do seem to like the compound bow here yeah. in the states. Uh, but now, he wanted us to do a show on archery, so we might have to uh, put something together. Did we in not the next, cover uh, that at some point. No. I don't think so. It is the silent killer. That's right. That's right. And it, 
you know, I or maybe think that's that I, diabetes. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! I'm not sure. Um, Got the diabetes. I actually, <laughs> I actually have a recurve bow. Uh huh. And uh, I'm I don't pretty comfortable with that. I I haven't. The only time I shot a recurve bow was about uh, about two months ago. It was the first time. Yeah. And uh, I was at somebody's house, and uh, the wife was a uh, super hippie, and she liked to do like she liked to. Uh, Meditate and do yoga, and she meditated while she shot her bow. That's only so that's smart. Well, she didn't actually, like the compound bows because they're mechanical, mechanical, and they were used for killing things, for killing, and not for meditating. And the so, recurve that's like a straight meditation bow. Well, I, th- I think you could, kill I feel like I could fine. bag a deer with a, a I recurve, think if you're Sebastian, but, you know what you're doing. All right, so I uh, actually this very weekend. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it was Black Friday, mm-hmm. and I grabbed the kid, and I said, you know, you like shooting your bow? I have the nice recurve. Why don't we go to our local archery store? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about, like, Dick's Sporting Goods or Gander. Right. I'm talking about, and here we have Joe the Pro Who Knows is okay. what they say in the commercial. Joe the Pro. Joe the Pro. I was like, let's go see Joe the Pro and see what he knows about archery. So we go over there, and it turns out Joe wasn't there. No. We had to deal with Dan. Did Dan know his Dan, shit? Dan knew his shit. Well, he knew how to sell us some expensive bows anyway. All right. So I'm like, you know what? It's about time we get you a nice compound bow that's a little bit better, that's fitted just for you. Mm-hmm. Guys, like, pick whatever you like. Luckily, she picked a nice cheap one, and by a nice cheap one, I mean $349. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but did they? it was cheap because it was right next to the $1,000 ones that she didn't pick. Okay. I didn't even realize that was an option. hmm So we take it over, and the guy's like, well... You know, I got to set it all up for you. I got to, you know, you got to lean against the wall and I'll figure out the right draw length mm-hmm. and we'll set the right weight, you know, for how hard it should be to pull it back. Put, uh, so what, so what did you guys end up? We purchased the bow. It? Yeah. So then we, uh, we, we got it all put together, some arrows on there. We got to get all the arrows cut to the right length for your draw. Right, right. You got to set that up nice, you know, whatever. Oh, I have an indoor range upstairs you might want to check out. Really? Let me have you shoot this at 10 yards and 20 yards. And then we have 3D targets, some that are shaped like giant cobras. Mm, Ooh. Yeah, there was fun to be had by all. All right. Then they're like, wait. We have it even better. We have a big screen that you can shoot at where we put up pictures of zombies or whatever you're into. Mm -hmm. And we also have moving targets on the floor. All this was experienced and fun was had by all Mm -hmm. until it came time to cash out the money. So I'm like, all right, this will be the big Christmas present and everything will be wonderful. And that's more than I typically would like to spend on a Christmas present for mm-hmm. anybody. But, you know, I was like, all right, we're going to get her serious and, and stepping it up in the, the adult bow. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she's like, you know what? I think I want to pay for it. So it'll be mine. Get out of here. She breaks out the 450 or 400 bucks, she whatever just, it is. She's just peeling out cheddar. Peeling out cheddar. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And the guy was kind of eyeing because he's like, well, you had cash. She wants to hand me a check card. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I kind of like the cash. Uh-huh. And then she was like, well, now you have money to buy your own bow. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but we spent all that time setting it up for you. I can't buy my own. Uh-huh. But yeah. And then that, that was the answer. So I have a feeling that you already have a compound bow. No, 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 not like that. Well, I have lesser ones. We'll say that. Okay. And no, nothing at that level. Um, so then we go home and the old lady, I'm like, yeah, she bought the bow. It was a lot of money. And her response was, well, when she paid for it, why didn't you just buy one for you? Mm-hmm. And I, I was a little flabbergasted, if yeah. you will. I yeah. was like, what? Because you fucked up. Because he could have got that bow and not got gotten in trouble. And not got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, when she's like, I don't understand. Why didn't you just buy one for you? Mm-hmm. So apparently we know where I'm going next weekend. Right, right. Now it's time for the new bow. Uh, so that that's where we're at on that. So maybe we'll get Kevin over. You can shoot her bow, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, "Yep, now yeah. I'm now I'm the professional archer." Uh huh. And we'll see. Well, that was the thing, though. Like you know, any of us can walk in and dicks and buy anything. But I was like, you know, maybe I should spend the time and have a guy who's like, "This is what you you know." Right, especially for somebody that actually enjoys shooting. She's like, oh, a couple days a week, I'm going to come over here, use the range, mm-hmm. use the 3D targets. This is exciting. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's really good when you can get your kids interested in, in doing something something that's not playing video games. or There's nothing wrong with video games. And something that builds up confidence. Right. Something that makes them feel like, hey, I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I feel a little more self-reliant. Right. Right, I think that's important. Now she's uh, she was always the master uh, chicken killer, right? She's a good chicken catcher, chicken killer. She's uh, pretty good at uh, yeah. She actually is the one when the chickens get out of the coop or whatever, and they got to mm-hmm. be rounded up. She's on it. Um, yeah, she's pretty good. Pretty good with a rifle, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe the binary triggers a little much. Well, let's see. We'll find out. I'm just saying. We'll find out. You kind of get that full auto thing going, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I know I said binary and not full auto. Right. But once you get that rapid fire action, you can work the barrel it. starts to slide up a little mm-hmm. when you're a little girl. Yep. I don't know. Get it worked out. Well, that sounds good, man. So we got a lot of listeners in the emails we this did. week. We did. Um, we got a... <clears throat> Hamish from uh, Australia okay, uh, was emailing us. Now, he's offered to do some of our Facebook stuff. Both Hamish and Darren Taylor, who has that... Uh, uh, Murray Mayhem. Murray Mayhem yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, he's got channel. some great YouTube uh, videos. Have both uh, suggested they might be able to step up, start uh, 
handling some of the posting so I can get back outside and uh-huh. worry about shooting bows and arrows and uh, actually doing shit. Splitting logs. Uh-huh. Now, uh, if you guys have not gotten in on the uh, Murray Mayhem uh, bandwagon, I suggest you guys do that. Check out his YouTube videos. He's got a lot of really short, uh, really interesting things. So check him out on YouTube. And uh, you can um, email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Um, We'll definitely read your emails and email you back. And uh, check us out on Patreon, too. Uh, you know, even a dollar dollar a month donation really helps out a lot. You know, this, even the small, the small donations, you know, it's not much for you, but it's a lot for us, you know. It's a big, uh, big boost when we can actually um, pay to do some of the, uh, some of the, some of the uh, stuff that we want to do to get some good, uh, good podcasts out there and, and run some of the, uh, the equipment we talk about, uh, get a chance to you know, test run some of these things for you. Cause I, you know, honestly, I've gotten a lot of, um, equipment. I've bought a lot of stuff that turned out to be straight trash, you know, uh, whether it's tents and sleeping bags, boots. Yeah. There's a lot of garbage out there. Yes. And I can tell you a whole lot of stuff not to buy, but there isn't a whole lot of stuff that I can tell you is worth the money. Right. So, um, you know, if we can, uh, get a little bit of, uh, petty cash in there it would be greatly appreciated we do get some exciting stuff from tack pack um i did check out uh murray mayhem there it looks like his youtube channel is actually called mayhem country living now okay so uh that's what you want to look for so get on there subscribe to that subscribe to us we've got a we've got a a few videos out there we keep them out there tack pack is pretty neat. Now they actually send a lot of cool gear to us to be able to check out. Mm-hmm. Now what it is is it's basically a subscription service where you send them forty nine ninety five a month, and then they send you a, usually about a hundred dollars worth of gear. Yeah, um, a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, this month had some neat stuff, a nice stock, mm-hmm. um, a lot of good things in there. So also if you use the code badass. Mm-hmm. I think they'll uh, hook you up with a gun cleaning mat. Um, right. One now of our listeners had a come, little trouble. So. Yeah, that mat's going to come separate. So if you use the, the code... And you get your first box and nothing shows up, feel free to send them an email, but it should be coming separately. Right. It, should be, it should be there in the next few days. So we got that. Um, yeah, no, like Kevin said, uh, we really appreciate, uh, you guys supporting us at, uh, patreon.com slam prepping badass. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you can, uh, just a little donation, just like a buck a month. Mm-hmm. Cause it adds up, yeah. you know, there's a lot of you listeners out there and if everybody just gave a little, you keep Kevin and me in some fine triggers for our ARs. That's right. Or, uh, Kevin said he wanted a nice Glock handgun. Mm-hmm. All the ladies would be jealous. That's um, right. Now, um, we do have a big stack of patches here ooh. that we're looking to send out to Patreon supporters. So, uh, And by know, a big stack, you mean a limited quantity? A limited quantity. <laughs> That's right. However, Kevin does have an inside source that we could possibly get more printed yeah, up. We could double this up. But um, 
yeah. Otherwise, That's keep it. listening. All right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Oh, that's awesome. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You go out there and the fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.